Hello, this is Hawker Muddlefoot, student of science. You're probably listening to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. But I'm not sure, because I've only checked my calculations twice. So, Mike, did you really think you were just going to drink the fountain and just gain all this knowledge of history? It doesn't work that way, man. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and I claim this podcast in the name of Spain. Oh, you really are, huh? <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? Mike? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. How are you doing, Will? I'm pretty good, man. Um, the Funko Versus came out, the Darkwing Duck exclusive ones. Um, I ordered three... But two were for me. Um, one was for my friend Joe as well. Uh, he had he was busy at work and he said he couldn't get to it when the when the Funko versus dropped, or right. all the Funko exclusives dropped that day. Uh, he couldn't get to it at that time, so he asked me to order an extra one. Uh, I ordered two because, as you know, I had the board game already, so I, I am opening one to add it as an expansion pack, and then the that other one. Sense. Yeah, and then, you know, the other one, I'm going to um, try to get Jim to sign it next month when he comes to Huntsville. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, I haven't opened mine yet. Uh, I saw Stan open his. Um, I saw the gas gun. Uh, I saw that it was a little more detailed. I saw the cards and stuff that came. It seemed like if you're a Darkwing fan, it's a it's a good expansion pack. It seemed like for 15 bucks, you're, you're getting your money's worth for a Funko exclusive um i already saw resellers already selling it for 50 dollars, and amazon still has it in stock man that's crazy that doesn't make much sense but okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean i get once it's out of stock it's it's all fair game out there but when it's still available i don't know right. why you would post it so fast i i don't know i i can't answer that it's a little weird uh, to me funko collectors are crazy yeah, not even just Funko collector resellers in general. I see yeah, a lot, yeah, you know, because <laughs> I see them I do that with video games too. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I don't know, man. Um, that's the nature of collecting. Yeah, really quick, Mike. Um, I, I don't think you saw our YouTube video, our live stream we did. Um, uh, Michelle and Stan were showing off, not showing off, but they were kind of like showing everyone their whole Darkwing books and uh, comic right. collection. And, you know, there was a few of them I didn't have, a few of them I, I wasn't aware of. I've actually got most of the ones I wanted now <laughs> from oh, watching their video. Yeah, it really helped. It was very informative, you know? Oh, good. That's good. Cool. Good for you. Yeah, man. So what's going on with you now? Uh, not really all that much. Um, I'm sad WandaVision's over. Did you ever watch any more of that show? Which one? <laughs> WandaVision. No, I'm still. I still no. haven't watched episode three. Yeah, I'm still stuck. Eh, maybe it's just not for you. Eh, maybe I, I'm. I'm. People who told me they hated the first two or three episodes told me episode four is where it took off. So I know I got to give this episode four a shot. I can't just quit on it. Yeah, you know? it got. It gets really good. I really yeah. loved it. Now that it's over, yeah, I really loved it. 
Yeah, because I remember when uh, I posted it on my uh, Facebook page, half of you guys said y'all liked the first three episodes, and the other half said they hated it. Well, the half that hated it now enjoy it. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it, it doesn't stay this way for the entire show. It gets it gets really good. Mm-hmm. I think if you stick with it, you'll probably enjoy it. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, I did watch that Tom and Jerry movie. Uh, oh, did you? I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet? I, I didn't like it. Um, no, no, I don't think it looks good at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna subscribe to HBO Max for a month right before Kong vs. Godzilla comes out, and then watch both movies. I'm okay. not pay, I'm not paying just to watch Tom and Jerry. That's a little nuts. Okay, I mean HBO Max is pretty good to me, man. Every month I think they get like two exclusive movies that's supposed to be in the movie theater. Uh, they add in some of the older stuff. Uh, they got sure, original stuff. Yeah, and, and it's just it's like what fifteen bucks a month. That's that's a lot to me. You it's know? a lot, but I think I think once you see what's in it, it is you are getting what you pay for, in my opinion. Oh, I'm sure. You really are. Uh, I I kind of felt the same way you did. Like, nah, man, fifteen's too much. But once, because I I use the free trial that I got from Best Buy, and right. yeah, once I used that free trial, I I started seeing like, okay, I see why it's worth this much. It. Uh, but you to to get the money's worth, you have to be in the anime, you have to be in the DC, uh, you got to be into some of the other stuff they have. You you don't have to be into everything. They have like nine sub apps in there, so it, it is worth it though. It's definitely worth it in my opinion. I know there's a lot of Looney Tunes there too, so I intend to check that out as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff like that. I'll get my money's worth for the month. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Uh, did you ever use the free trial I sent you? You never used it. No, I never did because there was nothing at the time I wanted to watch, honestly. Did it, it expire it, already? I think it did, yeah. This would have been I a good kept, month for it, but... I kept telling you to use it, man. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Yeah. And right. um, also, by the time this episode drops, uh, DuckTales is going to be over. Uh, you said about that? A little. Let's see how the final episodes go before I decide if I'm sad or not. Okay. Not really feeling the last two. They were okay, not great. But I think the last couple of episodes, last couple of weeks will probably be pretty good. We're recording this on the 7th, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. I I know people are probably going to hate me for saying this, but I I wanted to end. I'm so tired of it. I know Darkwing's going to be in the final. Mm -hmm. I know he's going to be in it. So at least that's something. Yeah, I, I'm ready for something new, man. I don't care if it's Seth Rogen or whatever. I, I'm I'm tired of this Ducktales. I want something new already. Okay. Yeah, but that's me. Can't speak for yeah. everybody else. <laughs> Everybody's got different tastes. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, what episode we are doing today? We are doing world history. Um, you don't seem to like this one very much, huh? Nah, not really. It's not Why the not? worst though. It's not. Uh, I don't want to drop the other two names that I really hate, but. <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't love it i don't dislike it either it's got some interesting bits in it that i enjoy but not is it a favorite no but it has its moments it's not even a filler episode to me man i, I could do without this one yeah this, this is one like if i'm binge watching I, I think i would skip it it's definitely different it's a very different episode. I don't even know what they were thinking when they did this one. It's like almost educational, mm-hmm. I guess, kind of. Um, I guess you can learn a few things from it. It definitely isn't the typical Darkwing Duck episode, though. Not at all. Not at all, man. Nope. <laughs> 
And I, I kind of don't like how the villain is used. I, I don't want to. I don't know if you want me to say his name already. It's it's Megavolt. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't like the way he's used. Um, I did notice a few things though, like the way the episode starts. I did hear the same uh, song from uh, uh, the score from uh, what's the name of the episode with the hats, the alien hats. Battle of the Brain Teasers. Yeah, I heard uh-huh. the same score from that one. I even heard some of the same voices for that episode too. Did you? Yeah, the very the the guy the one playing Astro Duck. That was the the leader of uh, Planet of the Brain Tree. I'm not sure. I don't. Voice. I don't think Rob Paulson's in this episode. I think that was Dan. Oh, it sounded just like him to me. <laughs> it does Barely. a little bit, but I don't see Rob's name in the credits. All right. All right. So, Mike, uh, what's our production air date order, man? Um, this one aired Monday, March, not March, sorry, Monday, May 4th. We're actually in May. Uh, May 4th, 1992, and 73rd by production numbers. Hmm. And our story editor is uh, Kevin Crosby Hops. This is his last episode of Darkwing Duck, and it was written by Doug Langdale. Uh, This is his last episode as a writer. He's going to be a story editor soon. I think he took over for Kevin Hops when he left. And um, animation is the last one by Wang. So I I know I mentioned they only did four of them, so this is their last Mm -hmm. one. Um, Anything on the animation? Uh, There was a... There was one scene that I, I really liked. It was when Darkwing was on the train, and then uh, his eyes like got popped open, and then he flew off. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things. Nothing great though. I mm-hmm. think they started off strong on uh, Darkwing Squad and especially Binky's brain, but the last two they did this one and Slime. Okay, you're okay. Eh, not as good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. I can't really think of much to even mention as far as there's one like animation mistake I'll point out. Otherwise, it's all right. Well, special. If you don't mind me asking, uh, do you, is it something you don't mind spoiling already, the animation mistake? No, Megavolt shows up dressed as the Cosmic Overlord in the real world by accident. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. Yeah, point at the scene when you can see it. Okay. All right, so are we well, ready to get into the plot? Yeah, I guess so. We might as well. All right, we got Astro Duck. He finds a golden orb, and, you know, he's really excited about it, but then... uh. His arch enemy, the Overlord, shows up, and they begin a shootout, Mike. I think the Cosmic Overlord was voiced by Jim. I think it, it definitely sounds like Jim Cummings. Um, yeah, so they start fighting, Astro Duck, Cosmic Overlord, but this isn't real life, obviously. It's just a TV show. Mm-hmm. I think Astro Duck is based on Astro Boy. It was a Japanese uh, superhero mm-hmm. from way back when, decades ago. He's still pretty popular now in Japan. I'm pretty sure that's where that comes from. Um, and we see, you know what, how long has it been since we've seen Honker? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, so Honker gets a lot of play in this episode, but not as himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see him very briefly at home with Goslin. What are they doing? Well, he's doing his homework. She's watching a TV show. Yeah, he he's not only doing his homework, he's doing her homework. That's right, he's doing her homework. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the Mudderfoots are, are babysitting him, right? The Herb and Binky. But they're asleep on the couch. Yeah, they knocked out. Yeah. Um, Goslin has to write a report on the great explorers of history. She came up with the title, and she's making Honker do everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, while she's telling, well, while she's confronting Honker about the homework, somebody shows up behind her. 
This is two episodes in a row where Goslin tries to make somebody else do her work for her and then gets caught by her father. <laughs> yeah, Drake yes. shows up and he yeah. drags her home. And like you can see her fingernails and everything on the carpet. Like she's not wanting to go. And he uh, tells her that um, it's the fountain of knowledge. Mm-hmm. He makes that mention. So that kind of kickstarts our, uh, our story, basically. He makes a mention of the fountain of knowledge. Yeah, so she's in her room, she's doing her homework, well, trying to do her homework, and she falls asleep. Yeah, face first, writing her book. (laughs) Yeah, so she falls asleep, face first, and then, like, uh, she kind of floats away with her book. Yeah, the book grows, like, giant, and it starts to fly. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she's dreaming. Most of this episode's a dream sequence. Yeah, I I would say about, what, like, 90% of it? Yeah, it jumps back and forth from the dream to real life, but about I'd say maybe 80-90% is her dream. Okay. So she's yes. flying through the air on her giant history book. Mm-hmm. That's when Astroduck shows up. But it's a different Astroduck, Mike. No, it's Honker, which is kind <laughs> of nice because it gives Katie Lee a lot more to do with that voice mm-hmm. because Astroduck doesn't talk like Honker. He talks like Astroduck. So it's Honker's voice. But it's kind of fun to hear her do a different role, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's searching for the fountain of knowledge. So that's where that comes into play. Yeah. So he he takes her on the quest to find the fountain of knowledge, and uh, they crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they crash, and um, a Viking shows up when they crash, though. Yeah, it's Leif Erikson. <laughs> the real Leif Erikson? <laughs> no, it's Darkwing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing with the episode um, Everywhere they go they keep meeting different Explorers from history Each one is Darkwing mm-hmm. And I, I think I don't love the episode but I think This element of it is funny That every explorer in history Is Darkwing and every Explorer had a sidekick Yeah and we Always know who the sidekick is right <laughs> Well Launchpad has to be in this episode somehow Right Yeah, But where did Lee think he landed though He's looking for Iceland. Yeah. Well, he thinks he landed in Iceland, but no, he he discovered America. <laughs> With his sidekick, who happens to be LP, but LP had the map upside down. Of course he did. Yeah. And uh, Herb and Binky are there as well, too. We forgot to mention that. So Herb and Binky are Indians. Um, do you think Disney knows about this? <laughs> <laughs> or should they slap... <laughs> Just like a disclaimer on the episode. I'm actually surprised there wasn't one. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen disclaimers for much less stuff happening in Muppet Show episodes. This is something I'm surprised doesn't have a disclaimer. But yeah, well, shh, let's not discuss it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Herb and Binky are Indians. They're, they're grilling buffalo burgers. Yep. Um, and then we get the running joke. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the episode. You told me you like this part of the episode, too. Mm-hmm. So the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria suddenly come ashore. Yep. Darkwing... It's, it's kind of weird because this guy's pretty controversial these days, man. Yeah, technically in 92 he wasn't. These days, I wouldn't surprise if they totally get rid of this holiday entirely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Darkwing steps off the ship. He's Christopher Columbus. And he gets up, grabs his flag, and says, I claim this India in the name of Spain. So this is the running gag. But yep. no, everywhere Christopher Columbus goes, he's in the wrong place. 
obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Leaf and Columbus, they get into an argument. So we see two Darkwings arguing right now. Yeah. How many times have we seen that, right? I know, um, right? <laughs> And they start to blame Goslin, and they go after her with their weapons. Yeah. And then yeah. Herb, you know, Herb is kind of the MVP of this episode. I can't hate Herb in this one. He is pretty funny. He he thinks they all want to play badminton. Mm-hmm. So he sets up a net. <laughs> <laughs> and the two and the two darklings crash into it and Herb's like, "You can't tackle in badminton." <laughs> it's okay. You know, I think her the episode's a little bit better cuz Herb's in it, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they ask Herb, Goslin and Astrodoc ask Herb, you know, we're looking for the fountain of knowledge. And this is the, another running gag. Herb always has some sort of vague answer. He tells them an ancient Indian legend tells, had always said that the fountain is as far as you can get from here. Mm-hmm. So as far as you can get from America is... China. China, yeah. So Goslin and Astrodoc hop on their flying history book and they take off to China. Yep. But then we get a cutscene. We get back to the real world. Yes. And yeah. Goslin starts to sleepwalk while holding yeah. her history book. Yeah, and Darkwing's ironing his cape. <laughs> yeah, he a... says that Launchpad used the cape to wax the car. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he runs out in the street trying to save Goslin, but he gets ran over. Yeah, he gets hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. And she's still sleepwalking, and she walks into a, like a construction site, and like this is where you know it's a cartoon when they this do is, this type this of scene. Is, you know? This is every cartoon ever made. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is every single cartoon. And I, I, I actually, honestly, I expect better from Darkwing Duck than to do the same thing every other cartoon in history has done. There are old Popeye cartoons from the 1930s who have done this exact same thing. This is so cliched that Animaniacs was making fun of it. Um, <laughs> not to digress, there's a cartoon where there's a character up doing the same thing, running around a building under construction, and Popeye runs by chasing Sweepy, and Tom and Jerry run by chasing a baby, because all those characters did that in their cartoons. Mm-hmm. So here's Darkwing Duck doing this, and it's the same gag, and she's sleepwalking on the girders and constantly almost killing herself, but he's trying to save her, and he keeps hurting himself, and blah, blah, blah. It's so cliche, but, you know, I guess it is what it is. Then um, what happens, Will? The Darkwing lands uh, outside of Megavolt's hideout. He crashes right into the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Megavolt's in this one, too. I, I don't think it's one of his best episodes. How about you? No, I feel like he was wasted on this episode. They should have just stuck with the regular Overlord, in my opinion. Once in a while, they put him in an episode where it could have been any villain, and he still works. Mm-hmm. This is one of those episodes, but I don't think this one worked. Yeah. Which is a shame, because this, this is the last solo Megavolt episode of the Disney Afternoon Era. But if I was in their shoes, anytime I can get Dan Castellaneta, I'm using him. I don't care about the episode. If I That's was in their... the thing. They love <laughs> Megavolt, so they, yeah. they had to use him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so Me- Megavolt kind of jumps into the plot now, and then we go back to the dream. Yeah. And then Goss and Astroduck, they land in China. Again, I don't know if this is culturally appropriate these days, because <laughs> Emperor Herb and Empress Binky are, you know, he's the emperor. They're, they're cooking Mugu Guy burgers. 
Um, yeah, I guess it could be worse, though. Yeah. Um, Marco Polo shows up. Darkwing again. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got coal and tea and spices and fireworks. Goslin likes that. I'm surprised, like, this made it into the episode. You see Goslin taking all the fireworks and, like, shoving them into her shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the cos- and then the Cosmic Overlord shows up. But it isn't – in the beginning, we see the Cosmic Overlord, and it's like a lizard or some sort of reptile. Here, who's the Cosmic Overlord? It's Megavolt. I mean, he's having it up. Dan's obviously having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's – I'm not thrilled by – it is – you know, it's – I don't know. I don't really mind it, though. I know you, I know you don't really care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he takes all – he takes Marco Polo, Goslin – Astro Duck and Emperor Herb and throws him in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And then Goslin gets them out by using the fireworks and blows up the cosmic overlord. Yep. And, and then Columbus she... shows up again. Yeah. <laughs> I claim this India in the name of Spain. But yep. no, of course, he's not in Spain. He's like, she's like, sorry, Mr. Columbus, this is China. And one of the um Every time this happens, Darkwing, quote-unquote Darkwing, goes, minor setback, and then he leaves. Mm -hmm. And that's something that plays into the end of the episode, too. Yeah. And so they leave China because Emperor Herb tells them um, the ancient Chinese legend says it's in Africa. Yep, so So now now they're heading to Africa. Yep, off to Africa, and now back to the real world. Goss is still sleepwalking, but now she's on a train. Yeah, so Darkwing's chasing her on a train and, you know, more of this cliched sleepwalker stuff. Mm-hmm. But then Megavolt gets involved. Yep, he separates the train. <laughs> yeah, Darkwing's stuck holding on to two ends of the train after he uncouples it. And then Darkwing kind of just pops and shoots off into the distance. This is a scene where Megavolt's drawn as the cosmic overlord. There's one shot from up above looking down as Megavolt's waving goodbye. And you see he's drawn wrong. He's drawn as the cosmic overlord. I did not catch that, man. And he decides to kidnap Goslin. He says, I'm going to kidnap the little girl he was trying to save. None of these villains understand her relationship with him. You'd think by now at least Megavolt would get it. Yeah. And he kidnaps her and takes off with Goslin. And then back to the dream. Mm-hmm. So where do they land? They land in Africa. Yep. The book got hit by lightning. That's where they land in the first place. Mm-hmm. And they, they, I don't think they mentioned the name of this explorer, but um, Darkwing and Launchpad are in safari gear looking for Dr. Livingston. And they yeah. meet him. They, they meet mm-hmm. Goslin and Astro Duck, and they find Dr. Livingston, who is, of course, Herb. Herb again. This time he's actually cooking coconut burgers. Yep. Yeah, and Launchpad, so tried to, Launchpad tried to eat one. He knocks his teeth out. All of his <laughs> teeth. <laughs> That looks like it hurt. And so, yeah, so Livingston, Herb, he says the ancient African legend says that the fountain is beyond the land of ice. And, of course, where is that? The North Pole. North Pole. And just as they get ready to leave, the Overlord shows up and grabs them. Yep. And, you know, Megavol has some good lines. He mm-hmm. says, it takes something pretty big to save you now. And then who shows up? Christopher Columbus. <laughs> yeah, so Megavolt gets crushed by the ships and goes, I guess that's big enough. 
<laughs> so Columbus does the thing again. I claim this Indian in the name of Spain. He gets told they're in Africa, and Columbus leaves, and Gaza and Astroduck leave for the North Pole. Mm-hmm. They get there, and they meet another explorer played by Darkwing, Robert Perry, um, with Launchpad. Launchpad's there, too. They find the North Pole, because literally the North Pole has a pole. That's how you know it's the North Pole. And <laughs> who do they... I had to explain to my daughter that the North Pole doesn't actually have a pole on top of it when we were watching the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but who do they meet? Uh, they meet Santa. Yep, Santa Claus comes out of his workshop. You can tell by the voice that's not Santa Claus. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it's not Santa one bit. <laughs> so Santa leads uh, Astroduck Goslin, uh, darkening the launch pad into his uh, workshop. Um, and it turns out it isn't the workshop. He traps him in cages because, of course, who is Santa Claus? It's Megavolt. Yeah. And Astroduck says, this is the third time I fall for that. Disguise yourself as Santa. Lure him into a cage trick. <laughs> the third time you've fallen for that. Yeah. Um. So we're back to the real world again. Mm-hmm. Where are we, Will? What's going on? Now we're in a junkyard. You know, they play some really cool electric guitar music in this scene. I kind of like. Did you catch any of that? Yeah, I caught that. That was cool. I think it was new. Mm-hmm. And so Megavolt is going to lure Darkwing into a car crusher. Mm. And it works. He actually does capture them by ca- getting Darkwing's gas gun with a magnet, drops him in launch pad right into the car crusher. Mm-hmm. I do love this one shot of Megavolt's hand on the lever, tightening his grip, like ready to like crush Darkwing. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's a really cool shot. Bless you. Thank you. I think it's a really cool shot. Um, and he tries to crush them, and they get out. And it, it I think what's interesting, I think there was a mistake here because. Darkwing and Launchpad are seen walking by all smushed like accordions. Yeah. But Darkwing says, if I was any taller, that'd be painful mm-hmm. in his normal voice. And then Launchpad comes by like, yeah, tell me about it. I think the joke was supposed to be Darkwing was fine because he's short. And but Launchpad, Launch- got... <laughs> but Launchpad got crushed. Yeah. But the animation makes them both get crushed. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a joke there that they screwed up. Okay. It's not a big deal, and it's like something you probably wouldn't notice, but I've seen the episode so many times that I I, I think it was a mistake. Whatever, yeah. no big deal. Um, so, yeah, back to the dream. This is the last part of our dream sequence, and boy, we're really blowing through this episode, aren't we? Yeah. Um, you could tell how we feel about this one, folks. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, fans of world history. So Gosling's like she, – she says something to the tune of um, – so, yeah, I you can get out of any trap. How was I supposed to know that would make him take us to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're on the moon. They're being held at gunpoint. And so Megavolt has them at the moon landing site mm-hmm. and is preparing to have, you know, the rocket land on them when, they, when the explorers arrive on the moon. And Goslin says to Astroduck that she's learned two things from the entire experience. Because Astroduck accuses her of wanting to have a shortcut to learning because she's selfish and lazy. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I did learn two things. I learned you should never let a minor setback stop you. And nobody lands right where they plan to. <laughs> and right then and there, Neil Armstrong lands in his rocket and crushes the cosmic overlord. Um, another scene I do like, Neil Armstrong gets out of the, 
the, the lunar lander. It's Darkwing, of course. He says, that's one small step for man. He notices Megavolt and says, one bad day for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then who shows up again? Christopher Columbus. How? I don't get that part. <laughs> <laughs> Even on the moon. I have to admit, this is a really funny running gag. Yeah. Um, yeah, Columbus gets out again. And then Goslin finally notices the big glowing fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Astroduck and the Cosmic Overlord start to fight. Yeah, they um, get in a duel. Yeah, he has the atomic pocket knife, and the Overlord has the atomic broadsword. So they kind of like kind of like lightsabers, and they're fighting. Goslin goes over to the fountain, touches it, and what happens to it? She realizes it's a prop. It just falls yeah. over, and she's upset. And Astroduck's like, you know, of course it's fake. We are only actors in a TV show. And Megavolt goes, yeah, what did you expect? You drink from a fountain and suddenly get smart? <laughs> I, I do like that. Yeah. Uh, so they wake her up. They shake her awake. And Goslin wakes up. And what's going on? Uh, lunch pads with her. And Darkwing and uh, Megavolt, they're having a duel. Yeah, they're running around the outside of a fountain. Mm-hmm. Which is not and- smart for Megavolt. No, he should know better. And this doesn't end well. This doesn't end well for him either. Mm-hmm. Um, she decides to actually make some use out of her history book. She <laughs> flings it at Megavolt and hits Darkwing instead. I think the little dance he does after she knocks him silly is very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he falls into the uh, the fountain. Megavolt looks in. He, he's like, "How's the water, chump?" And Darkwing calls him Sparky. Yeah, is that the first time he's ever called him Sparky? No, he calls him Sparky in Duck Blind. Oh, okay. But I think this might be the last time somebody calls him Sparky. I don't think they call him Sparky in uh, the later season. Okay. So Darkwing walks over to him, kicks him right in the butt. Megavolt falls into the fountain and electrocutes himself, and he's defeated. Yep. And we end. Goslin says, you saved the day. Darkwing says, that's not all I've saved. What's he holding? The history book. And she's like, my history book. Oh, goody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the episode ends. She didn't learn a thing. <laughs> and yeah, the episode ends. And yeah, it's, you know, the Christopher Columbus thing almost saves this episode. Almost. I like that Herb is in it. I like that Megavolt is in it. But it's not a favorite of mine. Of I don't even... Let me see. What would I rate it? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Like, what, I'm curious to see what your score is for this one. I'm going to give this one a two. I'm not going to be like super hard on it because the things I like, I do like. I really do. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. I can't slam an episode too hard that has Megavolt and Herb in it. And like I said, the Columbus stuff is really funny, but a lot of it's just really bland. It seems to go on forever, and it's just it's just all right. It's just a two. I'm like a very like reserved two. I probably could have gone lower, but I'll, I'll stick to the two. Uh, how about you? All right. Um, I know people are going to criticize me for this, so I'm going to call myself out. I am a hypocrite because my, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I am a hypocrite. I'll, I'll call myself out on that. I'll own this, Mike, because my main issue – well, not my main issue, but my second issue I have with the new DuckTales reboot – is they don't have all the traveling like they do in the original DuckTales where you can learn, you know, world history, yeah, geography, oh, 
And, you know, it's a very, it's very, the old DuckTales was kind of educational to me. It was just in the Duck universe, though. Yeah. This episode, with this show, this episode, it doesn't work for me. The the whole educational purpose of learning Leif Erickson and Christopher Columbus and Marco Polo, it doesn't work for me, man. So I, I, I get some people may call me out, but hey, Will, I thought that's what you wanted on the new DuckTales. Yeah, for the new DuckTales, but not on Darkwing. I don't want what that. A- what does this episode think it is? Animaniacs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you called it out. You know, I, I was going to say, man, that scene was very cliche at the construction site. That, oh, my God, I wish they would have threw that scene out. But See, what bothers me, Will, is that every time Darkwing Duck does a cliche, it does it in some sort of subversive way that mm-hmm. it makes it interesting again. This is so cliche and they do nothing interesting with it. And I expect better from the show. Yeah. And then uh, the Christopher Columbus stuff saves it, uh, you know, where I don't want to give it like a, a complete terrible score, but I am going to give it a bad score. I'm going to go 1.5, Mike. Okay. 1.5. So it's not my worst score yet. Have we given anything a zero yet? I, I gave one episode a 0.5. Okay. All right. <laughs> the, the, a flat out zero is going to come from me from me sooner or later. Don't worry about that. Okay, <laughs> but I can't be too hard on this one. Okay, yeah. So that that's my score. Um, we don't have a villain to rate, do we? No, no, nope. Like I said, this is um the last solo Mega Vault we're gonna talk about for a while. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's um we've gotten a lot of them, so we should be we should be thankful. Okay. So what what episode we got next? Okay, this is next one's another one I'm gonna be really interested to see what you think of upon rewatching it. Um, it's UFO. Okay. Um, the one where um Launchpad almost marries um an alien and Darwin mm-hmm. gets his brain cut out. Yeah. Um, another one that's kind of eh. <laughs> um, but we got some really great ones coming after that. Um, but UFO, that's the next one. Okay. I don't have much uh, to say about it. At this point, we'll talk about it next week. The the uh, Michael Goff is in the voices in that one, doesn't he? He is. Michael Goff is in that episode, along with a brand new guest voice that hasn't been on Darkwing Duck yet that we'll talk okay. about. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, right. It's always nice to have new guest voices. Okay. All right. So, man, Mike, uh, go ahead and tell everybody for the first time who's li- uh, tuning in, where can they find us at? No, no, of course. Um, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, uh, iTunes, Pocket Cast Radio Public, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I think that's all of them. Um, also, I'll plug this. I'll plug. I'll plug this just randomly. Um, Wang isn't going to do any more Darkwing episodes, but the following later that year, they also animated a host segment for Roar Tunage with Goslin and Ludwig von Drake. We found that a few months ago and put that up on YouTube. Anybody mm-hmm. who wants to see it, it's super, super rare. We put it up back in December. Um, you've probably never seen it before. So if you want to see something else animated by Wang, aside from these four episodes, go check that out. Uh, Will, do you have any shout-outs tonight? Yeah, I have a few shout-outs. And I got a few shout-outs of people we've never named before. Uh, they reached out to me on our Gmail account. And I owe them an apology because I went like two, three weeks without even opening that Gmail, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so their emails were kind of old, and a few of them messaged me quite a few times. And guys, I'm, I'm so sorry. I apologize for that. So my first shout out is going to go to 
Hannah Randall. Um, I believe she's 12 and she's been tuning into our episode, uh, to our podcast. She, uh, originally came from the new DuckTales reboot and then found us and she fell in love with Darkwing. She claims she watched all 91 episodes already. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my second one is going to go to, uh, oh my God. I hope I don't pronounce your name incorrectly. Amos or Amos Hardy. I'm so sorry if I, it's spelled A-M-O-S, Mike. Help me out. It's probably Amos. Okay. Amos. Amos Hardy, and I believe Amos is 10 years old. Wow. Yeah. I almost said 12 might be the youngest fan we've encountered so far, but here we go at 10. Yeah, so he hit us up, and I have one more, Mike. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. How and old it, is this person, eight? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. This one, he didn't give me his name. Um, oh, okay. Oh, no, yes, he did. He's 11 years old, and in the fifth grade, his name is Josiah. Uh, he wow. didn't give me... Yeah, he didn't give me... Oh, there it is. There's his last name. Josiah Strawn. And uh, he mentioned the Joe Books, and that's how he got into it. You know, the Joe Books uh, comic books. Nice. And he, Yeah, he said he originally came from Donald and Scrooge comics, and he got into the Joe Books, and he got the DuckTale Funko Pops, uh, including Launchpad. Even though I think Launchpad is listed under Darkwing on the Funko Pops. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a Darkwing figure. But uh, I actually have, if you ever come in my man cave, I have Launchpad and Gizmo Duck kind of in the middle. They're, they're kind of like in the middle of the DuckTales and, the, and my Darkwing uh, section. That makes, that makes sense. I would If I opened them, that's how I would probably do it, too. Yeah, so like that's how I got them. But yeah, he came from there, man. So we're growing with some youngsters, and th- those are my shout-outs today, Mike. Awesome. It's nice to see younger fans getting into it. All right. All right, so guys, so that's going to end it for this episode. And Mike, again, what's in the episodes next? UFO. UFO. <laughs> 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 Sounds so ebonically right there. UFO. <laughs> I, you all had to do that just so, I, just so it didn't sound like I said UFO. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. And remember, stay dangerous. Onward to glory. Good night.